You're listening to Nerd Sessions. Hello, and thank you for joining us with Nerd Sessions. This is Kevin, and joining me as always is my not-so-lovely co-host, Mike. Whoa! Harsh! (laughs) Well, hello, Internet. I love you, even if Kevin maybe does not. (laughs) And thank you for joining us on Nerd Sessions again. Uh, This is our 10th episode and our rebirth of content. Yeah, and and a good rebirth it is, too. Um, It's been an interesting rebirth, to say the least. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. Um, yeah, our last episode was in March. It's now November. Well, you know, uh, summer was a busy time for both of us. There was a lot of transition. And, and even though we haven't been putting up episodes, we have been working on the podcast. So. Yeah, and if you followed us at all, uh, Facebook, we've been kind of keeping everybody up to date as we have more information available. Um, if anybody's followed us on there, uh, you know, that we've been working towards more stuff. Our Extra Life stream was our official relaunch to content, which was on Saturday the 5th of November. Yeah, and and it was a huge success. It was a lot of fun. Um, first time I've ever participated in a 24-hour live stream, and it was hard. Yeah, it was pretty hard. I like, think uh, it's because we started so early, though. I think part of it was we started so early. I, I felt if we had done like a new to noon or something like that, mm-hmm. it would have been better. Yeah, oh yeah. You probably would have gotten better sleep the night before. Starting early morning like that was rough. Yeah. Also, you know, I I think we just didn't have a good games library planned out for what we were going to do. Yeah, so. we kind of dropped the ball in that manner. Uh, we had some great ideas leading into it, but we didn't execute it the best yeah, uh, you know, we got to the point where we were, like, trying to download games and, like, install them and get them up and running so we could continue streaming. That just caused havoc. I, I think I actually fell asleep while installing a game at one point. So. <laughs> well, and, uh, you know, for those of you that may not be familiar with Extra Life, Extra Life is a charity that was started to help benefit Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Uh, Mike and myself helped raise money for Seattle Children's Hospital because that's our closest uh, children's hospital to us that's included in that network. But uh, did you hear what, how much they've raised so far, Mike? Uh, no, I didn't. What was the what was the total? Uh, they are officially over $8 million raised for this year so far. Wow. I mean, that's huge. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I said this before, um, you know, in some in some of our Facebook posts and whatnot. Um, but, um, huge, huge love for Seattle Children's Hospital here. They, they did some amazing things for my family. Um, well, so before I had kids, my, my niece was my sort of pseudo daughter. And, uh, when she was very, very young, she had some medical issues and Seattle Children's helped out my family a lot. Um, so they hold a strong place in my heart, and I always, always get back to them. Um, so it yeah. was good. I, I'm right there with you. <clears throat> um, I spent some time there as a child myself, uh, real young on. Uh, I was born early and had some health issues, so they were kind of what kept me going in the beginning. And oh, made wow. it so I was available to be here today. Well, I'm going to have to change my pledge then. They're <laughs> the reason you're around today. 
<laughs> well, and uh, if anybody watched the Extra Life uh, stream that Mike and I did, we fell short of our goal just a little bit during the game day. Uh, we brought in 1280 the day of the game day itself, so during our 24-hour process, which I think you made it around 20 hours, maybe? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we did... Uh, what? So, like I said, I ended up falling asleep a little bit there uh, while a game was installing, and, and uh, you know, just through sort of... Uh, whatever, I don't know what that word is. It starts with an F. <laughs> Fortune? Good fortune, whatever. Anyways, I ended up logging back in right about the time that you signed off. Roughly, so, yeah. As as nerd sessions goes, we did get twenty four hours for sure, and then John picked up on Sunday and he streamed a bunch on Sunday. For yeah. Us. So we definitely made our commitment to the twenty four hours. I think he picked um, up like a solid six hours or something like that easily. Yeah. And he did so, his mostly on Facebook. He did do a lot of his streaming on Facebook, and he did a lot of um, a lot of a lot of cool content, actually. Um, so a bunch of that stuff is up in the archives for you guys to watch. You can check it out on the Facebook page, or uh, some of it is on Twitch available for you to watch the rebroadcast if you want to. Um, I'll have to go through but, and highlight some of that too, so that we can keep it around. Yeah, and uh, you know, I just want to let people know. Um, just because game day's over, the fundraising isn't over. So, you know, we're we're still two hundred and twenty dollars shy of our goal. Um, fifteen hundred was our goal and and we have until the end of the year to get there. So if you weren't able to help out on game day, totally understand. Uh we appreciate you coming out and hanging out with us. Um, you know, feel free to to to, to donate whatever you can, whenever you can. I think I think the minimum donation is about fifteen dollars. No, you can make less than fifteen. I believe the minimum is uh, as much as you want it to be. Uh, really, I, I oh, believe, okay. if I recall right, don't quote me on this because I don't have the figures in front of me. But I believe the minimum for it is a minimum of one dollar. Oh, okay. Okay, well that makes more sense then. I, I for some reason when I was checking out the donations, I I didn't see a manual donation option. I just saw fifteen, twenty-five. I think there's pre-built ones, and then you can select the option to do a custom amount, and your custom hmm. amount can be a minimum of $1, if I recall right, uh, and then a maximum of whatever the number of characters you have in your bank account that can be combined with the Extra Life website is. Oh, well, there you go. So everybody just log in, put in whatever numbers are in your bank account, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll hit that goal. No. <laughs> No, but seriously, though, I mean, if you want to donate in any way, it's to an amazing cause. We actually do have a couple Steam keys left that we did not give away during the stream. So, you know, if, and we um, still we need to give some the, of those away, too. But, uh, we also have the an iPhone case. Yeah. Or or Samsung or Google Pixel, if you're lucky enough to have a Google Pixel. Um, so we have a special edition. Uh, it's from Carved.com, Extra Life 2016 phone case um that will be given away so if you decide you want to uh get in and still donate please feel free to do so and and you could be the recipient of some pretty awesome prizes yeah absolutely the we had uh initially had that set up to be given to somebody who actually rejected it um and gave us a 15 dollar donation for it uh and then one of our 
Steam Keys is going to somebody who didn't even make a donation. If you were watching during the stream, we were actually giving people uh, chances to win some of this stuff just for helping us out spread the word um, or even interacting with us. Yeah, just coming and hanging out with us. It was it was a good time, and, and we wanted to you know, give back a little love, so we, we put some of those prizes up for anybody who just came out and participated. So, yeah. um, I, you know, I, I, I firmly believe that we're going to be doing this annually. Yeah, I think um, so. I think I think that's what we talked about. Um, well, so this was my third came, year doing it, too, so. We came so close to our goal this year that I feel like maybe we got to start a little earlier next year and really raise that up. Yeah, um, I think uh, if we can maybe spread the word a little bit sooner. Plus, I think if we maybe did it a, a couple times throughout the year, since donations can be made any point during the year, as long as it's within that calendar year, that's all that matters. So maybe we could do... You know, instead of just doing one straight 24-hour on, uh, you know, the day of game day, do a couple smaller ones throughout the year, and then maybe we can dedicate the 24 hours as well. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like, I, I mean, I'm down. Um, I'd love to do multiple charity events a year. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be uh, great for us as a podcast as well as to help the community. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We do have a change of format a little bit. Um, with our relaunch here, we do. Um, we kind of want to focus things more uh, to to what we feel that we are most qualified in the loosest sense of the word qualified. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know we have that great uh, degree in nothingness. Yeah, no, I I mean I majored in nothingness. <laughs> I, I, I spent many years in college not getting a degree so that I could talk about nothing. So. You know, I spent many years in college getting a, a, a BS in how to talk BS. Really? You got a BS in BS? Absolutely. Wow. I mean, that, that's an achievement. I applaud you, sir. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna we're gonna focus in on two areas um, of content. Um, we're gonna talk about games because we both love games and we want to talk about games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're gonna talk about movies. Right? Yeah, correct. Because, I mean, it sounds like a dirty word, but I think we're both kind of cinephiles a little bit. That You're right. That does sound like a dirty word. But, yes, I do agree. Uh, um, so I actually went to a pretty amazing movie this week. Which movie? I went and saw Doctor Strange. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I recently went and saw it as well, a little bit later than you did, so uh, that I could actually have this conversation with you on the podcast. <laughs> so it was good. I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Um, you know, as the movie went, I went into it with pretty low expectations. So did I. Uh, just just to be completely honest, I didn't think that it was something that, I don't know why, but I just didn't feel like as, as a medium it would transfer well to me. I don't know. I heard some mixed things before I saw it. Um, it seemed like the reviewers weren't really giving it a whole lot of love initially. Um, and it didn't sound like audiences were giving it a whole lot of response either. Uh, but I had heard some kind of mixed things, you know, both for and against. Um, but I have to say, after watching it, I was actually pleasantly surprised by it. Like, the visuals were really well put together. So they were really, really well done. Uh, my only criticism on the visuals is that as as a person who wears glasses, I don't know why 3D movies suck if you wear glasses. I feel like that's something... 3D that movies just suck fix. in general. 
Okay, that, and that could be. That could be. <laughs> well, I get motion so, sick from them. It's the only thing that makes me motion sick, sick in this entire world is 3D movies. Well, so then you haven't played much VR. That's the weird thing. So I've used VR a little bit. I've not gotten motion sick from it. It's only movies. Really? I don't know why. That is weird um, because I, I have more of a problem motion sickness-wise with with VR than I do with movies. But... Because I wear the glasses, and I don't know if it's because the 3D glasses are so far from my face. Maybe it's a depth perception issue. Right. So I don't know if it's a depth perception thing or what, but when I do go see a movie in 3D, you, and maybe it's only a person with glasses issue, but like except for the, the center of the screen where you're focusing, everything else seems slightly out of focus. So like your like, peripheral? Yeah, all the peripheral... And, and, you know, you're at a movie, it's this huge screen, so, like, half of what you're looking at is peripheral. Basically. So, like, in this movie, there are amazing visuals that they do with, like, this sort of inception quality type thing going on in the city. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're sort of folding buildings on themselves and stuff. And, like, a lot of that was lost to me. Because a lot of that happens out of focus of like the main view, the the fight sequence that you're watching, or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. So um, that was kind of frustrating to me a little bit. I can but see that. Other than that, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbach, um, whatever, <laughs> some English guy who played Sherlock Holmes makes an amazing <laughs> Doctor Strange. He does. So. He really he did, did a, play that well, role very, very well. So he did a really fantastic job of being sort of, um, I'm not going to say carefree, because he was very, very serious person, but he was also very funny. Yeah, I think, like you know, as the movie went on, he definitely kind of grew into his character a lot better. I kind of felt like he, his character, or I don't know if maybe it was just the way he was portraying him in the beginning, seemed very pompous and very full of himself, which granted that suits that role very well, but it well, just but weird. I think, I think he, you know, that all plays into the actual character from the comic books. Right. So Dr. Strange really was a doctor. He yes. had a doctorate. He was a very, very intelligent man and he was the best at what he did. Yeah. Which led him down the road to, to, to where he came and if you want to know more about that you should definitely go see the movie because it's totally worth a watch well you know what's really Um, interesting is benedict was not the first choice for um dr strange joaquin phoenix was actually the first choice uh to be cast as dr strange but they wanted him to sign a contract for the exact same pay over the course of every movie and they wanted to sign him to like a four or five movie deal Mm. And Joaquin Phoenix walked away from it because he didn't like the amount of money and wanted more money from it. And literally, as soon as Joaquin walked away from it, they immediately called Benedict because he was option number two. And they're like, hey, here's the situation. Are you still interested? And he literally came into studio and all he did was change the names on the paperwork. And then as soon as he signed and word got out, Joaquin Phoenix was all up in arms about it. Gosh, you know, I didn't know any of that, but I can say I'm happy that that happened because i think it was for the best like no, nothing against joaquin because like, joaquin's I, I, a yeah good actor. no i like him but i don't think he would have done as well in that role 
Oh, I completely agree. Uh, I don't think he has the same sort of dry sense of humor that really brought this character to life. Yeah. So. Well, and uh, you know, another interesting tidbit that not a whole lot of people may know, especially if you don't follow Doctor Strange. I have a friend who's a huge Doctor Strange, like, fanatic. Um, and they just started digging into, like, every little thing that they could find that was wrong with the movie compared to, like, the comics and everything else. Um, so the ancient one in the comic series and everything is a little Tibetan man. Yeah. But yeah. because Tibet and China have like this whole feud where China thinks Tibet belongs to them. Tibet doesn't think they belong to China. They're in their own independent thing. China basically say it stated that if they made the movie with a Tibetan man, they would ban the movie in China and not allow it to release, which is the second largest cinematic industry for viewers in the world. Sure. So they would lose out on all that money. So they tried to go away from it as far as they could, which they got, you know, this Celtic, white, Caucasian female instead of a little Tibetan man. But I don't think that it really makes that much of a difference to the actual story. Well, from what I grasped on it, um, the little, the ancient one in the, the like the comics and whatnot, kind of had a different mentality, a little more, a little bit of like a, jokester which they did kind of try to portray in the movie with her but... i mean so she wasn't really a jokester as much as she was a smart ass basically yeah. yeah that's basically a great way to put it is she would come up with a way to really her point across and then whether or not you liked it it's gonna happen <laughs> so that character uh the way she portrayed that character in the movie um really reminded me of the old turtle guy in the kung fu panda movie yeah i could see that you know she just kind of just kind of i'm i am wise but i'm also kind of fun loving and kind of a kind of a smart ass and i'll whoop your ass <laughs> uh no but super good movie i give it two thumbs up um you know if anyone hasn't watched it yet definitely give it a watch yeah absolutely um, i recommend it i i'd go see it again for a second time uh, just in case anybody is wondering, we are actually planning. So Kevin has put together a schedule of all the movies coming out over the next 12 months. And actually, we are going to be 13 months now, 13 months. <laughs> uh, and uh, we're going to be going and seeing at least one or two premieres uh, per month. And we'll be talking about them on the podcast here. So our next premiere that we have scheduled to go to is uh, we're going to go see Fantastic Beasts and where to find them on the 18th. Maybe we'll find some Fantastic Beasts. Oh, I think we will be the Fantastic Beasts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Excuse me. Sorry. So it comes out on Friday the 18th. We are actually going to the movie on Saturday the 19th. Uh, we're going to be watching it in IMAX 2D, 10 a.m. at the AMC in Linwood. Um, so if you want to come out and join us for the movie, definitely. That'd be uh, awesome. Yeah. And, and and watch it with us. It'll be a great time. Um, we are going to uh, at least me to the next point. So we now have forums. Yeah. Yeah. The forums are up and running, um, which... We want to have that as a way to interact with you as the listener. You know, um, even if you don't watch or watch, if you don't listen to the podcast, you can always watch uh, our Twitch stream, which we're starting, uh, which we'll have some information on that 
uh, as it becomes available, which actually we'll cover that a little bit later in this uh, episode here, is uh, you can always listen. We'll, we're going to talk about reviews. We're going to actually start posting reviews for both movies and video games on our website. Our website is officially live. Our forms are live. So go ahead and sign up. Communicate with us. We'll, you know, we'll make sure that we'll communicate with you. We want to have an outreach to be able to contact you as the people that we're doing this for. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's going to be like a permanent forum. It's going to be a place because the problem we were noticing with the Facebook wall is that conversations were sort of getting lost in the wall. Well, not right? just that too, but as you know, new things get posted, it gets moved down. Right. So it gets down. So you may miss out on a conversation that you're particularly interested in. So we're going to be posting a lot of those topics and those conversations on our forums. Um, check it out. Nerdsessions.com forward slash community. community. Yep. Yeah. So uh, definitely check us out there. Um, you know, just be cool to each other. I mean, that's our main goal there. We just want everyone to get together and have a good time. Uh, we have a band hammer, but we really don't want to use it. So My band hammer is mighty if needed. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Fantastic Beasts on Saturday, 10 a.m. Come check it out with us. Um, kind of also in the upcoming, we have uh, Call of Duty Infinity War uh, yeah. coming out. I know that's one that you're looking forward to. It's really not one that I like to speak the name of. Well, so I have a love-hate relationship with Call of Duty. I used to have a hate-hate relationship with it now. I used to love it. I hate that I love it. So here's the thing about Call of Duty, right? They have a game format that they have found out just works. Copy-paste. It just works. (laughs) Every single time, it's the exact same game, and everybody buys it, and everyone plays it, and they all play it online, and everyone loves it. And that's fine, I guess, from a want-to-make-money standpoint. And and they did try to bring it into space, which is cool. No. Um, it's been done. It's called Halo. Okay, but maybe this is going to be a little bit different. I can hope. Anyways, so <laughs> Infinity War is coming out uh, next week. Yes. <laughs> so Infinity War is coming out next week. Um, you know, check it out. Um, I'm probably going to be playing it on the Xbox. Uh, so maybe you can join me for some games on the Xbox and we can we can all play together. Um, and then the game that I'm really excited for that's coming out on Xbox this week is Dishonored 2. See, not my cup of tea. I don't have any, like, the gameplay... I played the first one, so I just couldn't get into it. Like, it just felt clunky to me with the controller, but maybe that's just... I don't know. That's just me. Well, uh... So, it's one of those games where you just gotta love the story, right? And and that's what I love about Dishonored, is I'm playing the game for the story. Also, it's this sort of weird mix between, like, fighting uh, shooter type game and like a puzzle game there's where you have to figure things out you sort of have to figure out alternate ways to get through an area um you know a little bit of stealth mixed in there and and it's not terrible it's it's actually really well done um those type of games always always get me Uh, prince of persia huge fan of the prince of persia series uh, Hitman, I loved right up until the most recent Hitman, which was Episodic. Which, yeah, those um, episode games are 
Like the only one that I got into was the Jurassic Park one that came out for the 360. Yeah, I'm just not down with episodic games because I feel like it's just a money grab. Like, yeah. You know, okay, that's fine. You you really reduce the price per episode, whatever. Just take my 60 bucks and sell me a completed game. Exactly. That's all. So, but, I mean, also on the plus side too, sometimes, depending on the episodic game too, you might get a game where the developer makes it, you know, like four episodes, but they're only like maybe a dollar ninety nine to three ninety nine per episode and it's you know so four episodes. Life Life is Strange. Uh which yes, it was is. a very big title this year. <laughs> Smart ass. Jeez. <laughs> so that was an episodic game that was only like a buck ninety nine to like five bucks per episode or something like that. Depends okay. on when you bought it, right? Yeah. And I was okay with that. Like that's fine. I think your end result it was like five episodes, you were into it like forty bucks when you were done or something. Okay, that's and reasonable. that's fine. I mean, that's good. But I think Hitman is expected six to ten episodes at fifteen bucks a pop. Well, and wasn't this Hitman done by a bigger studio too? It was. It was done by a different company too. So yeah, I don't know. I still haven't played it yet, just because I sort of am boycotting episodic games because I think it's a plague on the industry. I'm the same way. The only one I've ever played and probably ever will play unless something major comes out is the Jurassic Park one that was like what two years old now or more yeah 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 but and 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 life is strange okay that's episodic I did play that you know whatever to make me not a hypocrite but to be fair I bought it as a bundle once the whole game was done so I bought it on Steam as a bundle I got the whole thing and uh I don't know yeah maybe I'll do the same thing with Hitman Eh, maybe. I'm not personally into Hitman or Dishonored, like those sneaky games. I'm not really into that. I mean, those are, you know, just not my cup of tea. You know, and and I'm okay with them. So if you, if you did catch any of our actual life footage, I'm okay with that type of mechanic, that sort of sneaky mechanic, if it fits the story. Now, as we were discussing when I was playing Battlefield 1 during our live stream. It does not fit Battlefield 1 at all. Dice EA. Is... I, I'm sorry. I have to make a plea here. Dice EA. Stop. <laughs> Bad. Let me run and gun. I'm playing Battlefield so that I can run and gun. Well, I don't necessarily and... want to run and gun. I think there still needs to be some strategy to it because it's Battlefield. There's got to be some strategy to it. It's not Call well, of Duty. Yeah, I know, but I shouldn't have to, like, like, I don't know. It just totally killed the campaign for me. I was just like, I don't want to sneak right now. Yeah. I, 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 I want to... Really they, they set up an ambush and like shoot everybody, but I don't want to like crawl around and try and find a trench mace so that I can sneak up and bash people in the head. That's that's just not really what I'm trying to do. So. Well, and that's probably one of my bigger things that I didn't like with uh, the Battlefield campaign was the fact that it was such a sneaking aspect to it. Like every single mission in that, other than what when you were actually driving the tank or actually flying the plane you were basically sneaky well i think you know i think part of it is just that that's where shooters have have gone right like so we've gotten to the point where first person shooters are you know with mlg and all that sort of stuff like there's a lot of really good players that devote a lot of time and have reaction speeds that are very very good and so the way the industry has gone to try and sort of combat that is making the games far more lethal. 
Well, and I think also for Battlefield specifically, um, they were trying to kind of show off a little more of what they had done with the game, and they kind of focused a lot more in the melee aspect of the gameplay because there's, like, what, eight different melee weapons, which most, you know, games, like, think like Halo, for example. You had, like, the, the energy sword. Other than that, what other first-person shooters really had, like, a concentration of melee weapons that all do different things or have a different range of, you know, reach? True. So there hasn't been a lot of, of varied um, melee weapons in first-person shooter games, but being able to kill with melee was a huge part of the Call of Duty series. True. I will give I mean, it there's that. There's tons of achievements you can get for melee killing, so... Um, I don't know. I think it's something that's sort of emerging in the first-person shooter realm. So, well, and I think also for Battlefield, like their whole single-player campaign was basically just a big tutorial how-to for the multiplayer. Almost like I think the last game that for Battlefield, especially that had a uh, that had a good campaign story to it, was like the Bad Company uh, games. Like Bad Company One and Two had really good, which stories. were amazing games. I loved Bad Company. I loved the humor that the campaign brought to it. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of the Battlefield games. Yeah. Bad Company. I've been playing Battlefield since the 1942 game on the computer. Way back in the day. Land cafes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to help alpha test and beta test the Desert Combat mod, if anybody's familiar with that. That's awesome. Um Speaking of Alpha and Beta, uh, we got some new games coming out this week. Yeah, we got uh, Watch Dogs 2 on the 15th for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Uh, that yeah. one, I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence about it, just because the first one was kind of bad. I don't know if I'll get it. I, I kind of want to, but I kind of yeah, don't. Yeah, you know, I... <sighs> I feel like they're changing it, like what they're doing a little bit. Like they kind of learn their mistakes, so to speak, from the first one. And kind of like they're trying and to make up for it. The first one had so much hype. And oh, I had yeah. so much hope for it as a game. Um, and when I played it, you know, the multiplayer aspect of the game felt wonky. It felt weird. Um, and and the campaign was just kind of, I don't know. It all felt very forced. It felt like they had a vision, and somehow that vision just couldn't come to fruition, so they just sort of forced what they thought were cool features into a game that they could pump out, and I just didn't I just didn't dig it. So Yeah, no, I totally get that. I mean, the first one was pretty clunky. The second one looks pretty. I mean, all the trailers I've seen look really nice, so... Yeah, visually, the game looks really well put together um hopefully the the gameplay will be as solid as the game looks so we'll see kind of what happens when that releases uh on the 15th and then something i'm this is gonna shock a lot of people i know especially you mike (laughs) i'm not looking forward to it because i don't like the way it looks or i don't like the way the creatures look but pokemon moon and sun comes out on the 18th for the 3ds I that blows my mind because you are probably the biggest Pokey nerd I know. Really? Um, and yeah, I. You I'm know, surprised by that, honestly. Uh, okay, so I like Pokemon's cool with me, and and to be fair, now that I have kids, I, I'm much more into Pokemon than I was. Fair um, enough. 
So, you know, I get up, you know, every morning, Saturday morning cartoons when you were a kid, right? That was a big thing. It was huge for me. Yeah. Um, I'd get Looney up Tunes. and I'd watch cartoons and I, and I would, uh, G.I. Joe. No, like, no, 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 no. You got to have good oh, cartoons like Looney Tunes. Man, you're breaking my brain right now. G.I. Joe, he taught me half the things I know. Okay. Cause knowing was half of the battle. <laughs> I was just about to say so, that. Uh, no, G.I. Joe, Transformers, I mean, there were, there were amazing things going on. Um. Captain Planet. Whatever, he was my hero. <laughs> you know, he's gonna take pollution down to zero, okay? Oh, And, man. uh, man, my parents used to get so mad at me. Like, no joke, I'd be like, uh, you can't recycle that. <laughs> what would Captain that's, Planet do? That's, uh, that's styrofoam, and, and that's not recyclable. You can't put that in the recycle bin. My dad would be like, okay, recycle Nazi. <laughs> you pay for the garbage, and then you can do what you want. I'm like, but you're ruining the planet that I have to live in. <laughs> I don't care. It's your planet now, not mine. <laughs> yeah, right? He's like, yeah, whatever. They're going to pay somebody to sort out this recycle anybody. Anyway, I'm helping someone have a job. <laughs> okay, Dad. I feel like that's something you so, would say now. Gosh, you know, it might be a thing that I might say. Uh, anyways, so in the morning, so my kids are really into Pokemon. Um, so we bought, uh, like, um, a big batch of like pokey figures. Okay. Like little Pokemon figurines. They're like maybe a half inch to an inch tall. Okay. And then we bought a batch of pokey balls. Like little plastic Pokemon balls. Like They're like balls? little plastic Pokemon balls. Yeah. So. So we take the figurines and we put them in the Pokeballs. And when the kids do something nice, like you know, clean up their room or pick up their shoes or do whatever, then we give them a little Pokeball and they get to open it and they get all excited. Like my daughter is just all about Squirtle. Um, There's nothing wrong with Squirtle. No, no, Squirtle's cool. So like the other day, she's like, hey, dad, you be the daddy Squirtle and I'll be the baby Squirtle. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, hi, baby Squirtle. And she's like, no, Dad. You can only say Squirtle. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she's like, like this. Squirtle, Squirtle? Squirtle, Squirtle, Squirtle. And I was like, oh, okay. So we had like a five-minute conversation where the only word we used was Squirtle. <laughs> and whatever. That's just awesome. So good for her. Um, and uh, and those are the kind of things. That's why you have kids. So you can have those kind of experiences. Right? <laughs> so you have to really use your imagination again. So when it comes to the anime, when it comes to the cartoon, and we're rewatching the series, it's on Netflix. We watch episodes every Saturday. It's so fun. I have to ask real quick then, if you're watching the show, has she seen the Squirtle Squad yet? I feel like she has. No, I feel like we have. Let's see. So we are, I, I would say we're probably into season two. Oh, then yeah, you should, and, I believe, because I think that was season and, one. And Squirtle Squad was in season one, I think. It was shortly after Squirtle and... Sh yeah, no. Okay, so Squirtle meets Charmander. Well, okay. So he gets Squirtle, and then they meet the Charmander that belonged to that sort of d Keeps going guy. back to the rock, yeah. Yeah, yeah, keeps going back to the rock, and he's, like, dying or whatever. So then, so yeah, then, you've already but, seen Squirtle yeah. Squad. And then, like, the episode after that, or maybe the one after that, is Squirtle Squad. Like have all these squirtles wearing the cool sunglasses yeah. and being yeah yeah. Well, yeah, how much we did she it. obsess over that? She liked it a lot. 
Can't imagine so, why. <laughs> and that's and that's probably why it's her favorite right now. So because they're cool. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, later on in the series, you know, when she gets in into some of the really cool Pokemon's, um, she does not like the mind ones. What's the one that does the mind? The Abracadabras. Okay. They're kind of scary to her. Like, like you know. Okay. They are kind of scary. That episode is a little bit scary when you're three years old. So. Yeah, the, that's probably a pretty accurate point. So speaking of classic things like Pokemon's and and the new Sun and Moon, which you're not totally enthralled with, are you gonna get it though? I mean, cause I might you... at some point. I'll, I'll wait and see if anything comes out like for the holidays and whatnot, like for sale on them. Because like, if nothing else, you're a collector. I mean, you got that that limited edition. Yeah, the 20th uh, anniversary Pokemon uh, 3DS or new 3DS. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like that's something that you should have in your collection, if nothing else. I think there's only I want to say one Pokemon game that I don't own for like the handle in that traditional sense of the Pokemon game. I mean, I don't own any of the GameCube or Nintendo Wii U uh, games or anything like that because I don't have any of those things. Right, you're just strictly handheld for Game Boy for right? Pokemon. Yeah. Um. What I wish was a handheld, that would be killer. The new NES Classic came out this week. Uh, yeah, it it uh, it did come out for like five seconds, <laughs> and then was sold out you know, everywhere. Everywhere, like I went to the most out of the way GameStop that I could think of. It's just in the middle of nowhere, and there was a line before the store opened for NES Classics. And that, and so then I was like, okay, well, then I got to buy it online. So I'm searching everywhere. It's not available online. It's sold out pretty much the minute it, it got released. And it just blows my mind. No, I don't I'm right understand. there with it... I don't understand how a company as big as Nintendo does not realize how big the Nintendo is and how much draw it has. I mean, it is... <clears throat> I'm... And a lot, of people, a lot of people who are into retro are going to disagree with me here. And and maybe it's just my age, but Nintendo is the birth of my love of gaming. Yeah, I could see that. The Nintendo Entertainment System is when I really started to love gaming. Now, I liked arcade games. Arcade games were great. You know, I had an Atari, and I thought that was cool. And, you know, I got my Space Invaders on. Um, but, like, Asteroids was great. But I didn't really begin to love video games until Nintendo. Okay. I mean, hours and hours and hours worth of Mario, uh, Tetris. Um, my grandmother, when I was a kid, my grandmother was in to Wheel of Fortune. I remember the Nintendo game for and there Wheel of Fortune. I still Nintendo have that. Nintendo game for Wheel of Fortune. She went out and bought a Nintendo just so she could play Wheel of Fortune. I still like, have that game. And Jeopardy. <laughs> so, like, Nintendo's huge, and it, and it holds a place in all our hearts. And there's and and as a release, it seems like it was more of a marketing ploy to release such a limited supply. Just like the iPhone 7. The iPhone 7 came out. You could not get an iPhone 7 Plus, like, anywhere. Everybody had a line. I went to the Apple store. They were like, oh, yeah, we don't have any. Yeah. I went to Verizon. They were like, yeah, we don't have any 7 Pluses. I went to, I, literally, I went everywhere. I was making phone calls. I was doing everything I could. I went to and, five different stores looking for one of the NES classics. Yeah, no, it's just, I don't understand what what the deal is. 
if you're going to have a launch date for something that big and you're going to pre-advertise it in pre-orders fashion, have pre-orders have a pre-order available and have enough inventory to meet your demand i think that was the biggest thing is they didn't allow pre-orders so they couldn't really gauge for the initial like i, I don't want to say the hype because they they built the hype around it pretty well um, no, but, they totally built the hype around it. They just were not prepared to meet demand. Yeah. And so they just weren't able to fail. produce what they were after for it, unfortunately. But but because you couldn't buy it anywhere and it was in such high demand, it made a lot of media. And because it made a lot of media, Nintendo's stock price went up. Yeah. Well, and then you saw people selling them on eBay and stuff like the day of or the day after for like a thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just going to go ahead and go get my old Nintendo uh, and blow the dust off of it and plug it in and it's going to work because it doesn't need an update. <laughs> Except for, um, .com. Yeah, that's true. Unless, unless you have an old TV to play it on. Unfortunately, I actually got rid of my last, uh, CRT style TV, uh, over the summer. Yeah. Because the refresh rate on new TVs is too fast, and you can't shoot new ducks. Yeah. But you can sit there and try and shoot that dog all day. <laughs> I hate that dog. I hate that dog so much. If I ever met that dog, I'd probably punch it in the face. My question, though, is do you hate the dog more than you hate the fact that Nintendo didn't release enough stock for the NES Classic? No. I, I would recruit that dog to help me punch Nintendo in the <laughs> face. Okay. At least you're on the same page, then. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so we got uh, we got a new website. Um, well, I shouldn't say a new website. So our website is officially launched now. Correct. Uh, we got our forums. We're going to start doing uh, movie and game reviews for you guys. They'll be posted on um, the website. And if you guys want to give us feedback, there's options on the forums, too, for feedback. Um, we want to interact with you guys on another media uh, the forms are set up to be, you know, themed to specific content. Um, games are subcategorized to, you know, console. And then, you know, we'll kind of leave it at that, I think, for the categories. I think that's a good, you know, build for now. I mean, if necessary, I can, or we can, I should say, kind of build it further out. But uh, we just want to interact with, you know, you as the listener to the podcast and uh, have another medium to be able to actually have conversations with you long-running conversations rather than just brief interactions and, and that's part of the reason we integrated the forums into our website another thing we want to do to to do that interaction is we've started uh, a new segment a new part of the show as well um we are live streaming Correct. friday nights we're doing yeah. the nerd sessions live friday at uh, eight thirty p.m pacific time uh, for anybody that might be on the east coast or in between that'll be at eleven thirty eastern time yeah so to be fair it's 8 30 pacific time if we don't have technical difficulties <laughs> this is true <laughs> so uh definitely uh tune in and check us out we're gonna start we will be tweeting and uh facebook status when we do go live um so if you see those statuses you, you have some time uh you know tune in uh have a chat with us while we while we just talk uh, you know, typically it's going to be mostly brainstorming, talking about our week and talking about what our next podcast is going to be about. So come join us and hang out and, and just have a good time. It's just sort of a way to it's almost like an ask me anything segment where we're there just to, just to be there for you guys. So if you have anything you want to know about us, our backgrounds, our gaming, 
maybe you disagree with something we said in this podcast, uh, feel free to, to log in and check it out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's one of those things where it's going to kind of give us the opportunity to not have to have like a, a set boundary really um, in some manners to like we can go as long as we really want to. Um, I don't know that we'll we may end up having it scheduled to a specific time in the future, but I think for right now it's just more of like a QA ask us anything so that we can interact with you guys, kind of get a better understanding of, you know, you as a listener, what the content is that you want, or just to even have conversations with you guys uh, or anybody who listens to the show um, to give us an opportunity there to make sure that we grow in the manner that we need to, to help provide the content that you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're sort of there to be there for you. So, you know, feel free, help us build the show in the direction that you want to see it go. Um, Plus I think we'll do said, uh giveaways and stuff like that from time to time via the show too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, cause that's great. We can, we can do giveaways on the show and get, you know, real time reactions and that's kind of what makes it fun. I could, yeah, absolutely. We do have one other new segment of the show that we want to launch. This is going to be a podcast specific segment. Um, we have decided that we feel we are smart enough to do trivia. <laughs> and uh, you can take that, uh, that from uh, Kevin who has a BS and BS. Uh, so, <laughs> Thanks for putting me on the spot there, Mike. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, so our trivia for this week uh, ties into Ness's super fail with the pre-release. Um, Kevin, what NES game sold the most units that was not included with the console at purchase? Well, I know the answer. However, you'll have to wait till next week if you want to participate. Now, with this being our first one, are we doing a giveaway for it? I think we should. Okay. What would you like to give away? You want to do the phone case? Let's do it. Or do you All want right. to save so, that phone case? For our first trivia... Um, let's get answers on our new forums. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we'll post the question in the new forums. The first person to answer correctly, what NES game sold the most units that was not included with console at purchase? The first person who answers that correctly on the forums, you are the proud owner of a brand iPhone, uh, Android, Samsung, Android, <laughs> iPhone, Android, or Google pixel phone case by carve.com yeah absolutely and uh you know let's be honest here let's 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 not use google if we don't have to first person to get it though all right do we want to do the first person do we want to choose somebody at random i feel like this is an answer that's going to cause some debate in the forums so we know what the right answer is so all of you guys answer and we will choose the right answers and put them into a randomized drawing for the phone case. How there about we go. That? that works. All right. Well, I think we've covered all of our topics for episode 10, the rebirth of nerd sessions. Uh, before we end this episode, is there anything else you'd like to mention or talk about here, Mike? You know, no, but I would like to thank you. What I do for having me on this podcast. We've, we've been having a great time here. It's been an amazing journey. And I feel like it's going to go much farther. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we have a much better structure this time around uh, from what we had previously. Um, we're definitely in the right direction. Um, and, you know, thank you for joining me, Mike, on this adventure. And uh, hopefully we can continue to provide content for everybody to enjoy as we continue to do this passion. Because it is just a labor of love. Um, and we want to make sure that uh, 
we provide what you're actually looking for. Absolutely. Well, I want to say thank you, Internet, for putting up with us. And uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Uh, I am Mike. And I am Kevin. Thank you again for joining us with Nerd Sessions. And we will join you for episode 11 next week.